tell you one thing, if another green man pops out of me, I'm shooting first and asking questions later. They're coming to get you, Barbara. You are on the verge of destroying the entire universe. You're listening to Creeps in the Night with Sam and Logan. <laughs> Welcome everyone, it's episode one of Creeps in the Night. Sit back and relax, I'm Logan. And I'm Sam. And tonight we're going to be talking about uh, evil companies. There's a lot of evil companies out there and, you know, just just a lot of bullshit. People that, that believe that, you know, companies have done a lot of conspiratorial things. And we'll talk about that tonight. Speaking of evil companies, I, I was kind of pissed off. This <laughs> this happened to me the other day. What's that? So I go into the I go into the Dollar Tree and I didn't have my mask on. Okay. Okay. Because so, I haven't been, like most of the places in our in my town, they're, they're already like pretty laxed on it now. Okay. So, you know, there's some people that wear it, but because I'm vaccinated. So, you know, if you're vaccinated, you pretty much, you don't have to wear a mask. Yeah, I think that's the rule now, isn't it? Yeah. So I go in, I, I you know, I went to other places, you know, they went to the hardware store, went in fine. Nobody said anything. There's other people without it. And so then I go into the Dollar Tree and I walk in with my headphones. This lady, the, one of the cashiers just starts screaming at me. Oh. Sir, sir, you need to wear a mask. Sir, sir. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck's going on? So I take my ear, I'm vaxed, earbuds bitch. out. I'm vaxxed. <laughs> yeah, and I look at her and I was like, uh, what, what what do you want? And she's like, uh, you're going to have to put your mask on. And I was like, why? I I am vaccinated. And if you're vaccinated, you shouldn't have to. And this lady, like, right by me is like, you take your special? She starts screaming, right? <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, you know what, bitch? No one put you in this conversation, so shut the hell up. Yeah. And then she, like, you know, clutched her pearls kind of thing. <gasps> uh, and I was like. And I was like, I was like, okay, well, if I have to wear a mask, do you have one provided for me so that I can wear it? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, we, we we don't have any here to give to the to people. Oh. And I was like, look, I I can understand at the beginning of the you know all the shit when they wanted to wear us us to wear these masks. Mm-hmm. I put them on, you know, I was I worked with them for for like a year. Yes. So now you know that's why I got vaccinated, so I didn't have to wear it anymore. Exactly. And I said, well, it. I said now. If you don't have, a, if you're going to require people to wear them, you should have at least something to give out to people. And she says, "No, but you can go over there and buy the mask, and come back and put it on, and then go shopping." Hmm. And I'm like, "So you want me to? You're okay with me going into the store to buy something, to buy the mask I don't want, so that I can buy the fucking stick of gum that I came in here for?" <laughs> so like, I would have been out of here by the time. By the time all that shit happened, right? Mm-hmm. But, like by the time I got those sick of gum, I would have left. Mm-hmm. But no, she wants me to go in there, buy a mask, and wear it, and then go buy, go get what I want to get, what a dumb and then purchase that. So, <laughs> so what what happened? So, What'd you do? So I said, you know what? Uh, don't worry about it. I'll go take my business somewhere else. Dollar Tree. Yeah, I know. My <laughs> dollar's not coming here. Yep, that's yeah. why you don't get my silver dollar, bitch. Yeah. So I so I just left. But I was like, why are you guys still enforcing this shit? Uh, I don't know. It's it seems a little odd. I'm not sure why. I I know some people are still pretty, you know, got their knickers in a bunch on this shit. But I I, I know that you know our state. We're still we're every, a lot of things are like let down. You know, they're they're opening things up. You know, if you're vaccinated, mm. you can you know go in without it. And it's, I don't know. Some people just still got to stick up their butt. I think. Uh, I I get I get it. A lot of companies probably you know. Just don't force it. They're, they're they're just covering their ass. Mm-hmm. So if someone if someone gets sick, or whatever, mm-hmm. I get it. But I'm just like, if you're gonna do that, at least provide a mask for people. 
you know. Yeah. I don't know because I've that was the only place I've ever been to where they don't they're like they don't they they don't provide it for you. Mm -hmm. But to go tell me to go into the back of the store go buy one, so that I can wear it to go buy something. Yeah, that makes sense. I would have been like, you know what, I'm gonna I'll go buy one and then just come up to the register with the stick of gum you had and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what shit. Just done that. I changed my my mind. Yeah, (laughs) just the gum. And then, and then not even, and then if she's like refuses, just leave the dollar and you know eight cents on the on the counter and just walk out. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, the cameras will show that you paid. That I paid. You paid, right. man. That lady. Yeah, that's 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 ridiculous. I don't know. I mean, I I I totally get what you're saying, and the the logic behind it's a little bit weird. It doesn't make sense. And then, like you said at the beginning, you know, everyone was pretty, you know, kind of weirded out about it, and every, people were staying to themselves and keeping on masks. Yeah. But yeah, I, I get it at the beginning. But now there's a vaccine, mm-hmm. you know. And if if you don't want to go get it, that's your own fucking fault. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But there's a vaccine now. There's the cases are so low, and to, you know, start acting like fucking enforcers about it right now is this stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's> stupid Dollar Tree. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you know we we got a we had a Dollar Tree. That's funny because we have a, I have a little lamp that we got from the Dollar Tree, and one of my kids was like, he had unplugged it and he was just twisting the light on it, and mm-hmm. he plugged it back in to the to the wall socket, and he turned it on and it in the whole <laughs> the thing like flared up. Think of like National Lampoon's <laughs> Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Remember with the it cut a fire? Yeah, no, it almost did. Luckily, there was nothing around it, but I get, but it knocked out like the breaker, like it, it tripped the breaker and everything. So, oh man, but the whole thing went up, and I could hear him, Daddy, Mommy, somebody come in here. <laughs> He's just all like freaking out and stuff. He's just like, yeah, it was just, it was just like, it made me think of like Christmas vacation though. You know, when that tree, you know, on the side of his eye, he just saw that big old <laughs> like flame. <laughs> <laughs> You burn the whole place down. Exactly, dude. I know. It was just because he was like twisting the light bulb. That's all he was doing when it was unplugged. I mean, if it was plugged, I couldn't figure out what caused that or anything. But it is weird. Dollar trees, you can suck it. Like I say, I do like they do have some good stuff in there that's really cheap. And mm-hmm. but thing, it's like it always breaks. Well, it's a dollar, man. There's, it's a dollar. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a, there's a couple things that like there's like so like kitchen utensils that I'll get because you know like a fork or something. That's yeah, it's cheap. It's like oh, I need a fork for for lunch. Mm-hmm. But I'll do that. But I, 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 I kind of stopped buying stuff there. I the only one I, I just went in there because it was like the closest thing, and I wanted some gum really quick. Yeah, of course. And I didn't know I was gonna be interrogated. It has some lady fucking just <laughs> start all going off of me all, all Nazi your, all, <laughs> all in your nuts, huh? Jeez. I know. I was like, you, you, why? Are you, I was like, well, why are you so concerned about this lady? It has nothing to do with you. And then it's not like I was like. No, I'm not wearing the mask. Yeah, you weren't trying to be defiant or anything. I no, all I said was like, if you have one, I'll I'll take one. And then she's like, you know, going off about like, oh, you think you're special? One? And I was like, what the hell? Jeez, nobody said that, lady. Calm down. I was like, shut the hell up. Nobody wants to talk to you. Nobody asked you. Nobody nobody wanted your opinion. Mm. No, I get it. I get it. So so those of us who don't know us, and those of us who are new, and maybe some of our old fans, this. I'm Sam Baxter, and this is Logan Marks, and we've done a couple of podcasts already. We did the Strange Podcast, and we did We Won the Internet, and Strange Podcast did pretty well. It did really well, so we're kind of, this creeps in the night we're coming back to is basically going, going back to that type of podcast where, you know, our fans really like that stuff. They really liked a lot of creepy, paranormal, unknown 
type of things. And we had a lot of good stories to talk about, and we still have a lot of fans that that, that liked it. So we're kind of jumping back to that. It's our, like I said, our third podcast. Hopefully, third time's a charm. But <laughs> <laughs> well, the first one did really well. It did really well, and it, and it pissed me off because it didn't do well until we actually stopped doing this. <laughs> did the other podcast, and all of a sudden that one just blew up. It did, and, it did. Were like, and then, and it's still and blowing it, up. It's and it was still pretty. You know, it's still. It wasn't like a big time, you know. It's, it was like not like under under Joe Rogan or anything. No, no, was, no, 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 not Joe was, Rogan. You know, it did, it did, it did actually pretty good, you know, and. And I was stubborn, and I was like, no, I want to do a comedy podcast. I think it would be fun just to try it. So we did it for two years, and no matter what we did, nobody gave a shit. (laughs) (laughs) I know. We'll be like, yeah, we'll be like those people that earn a lot of money after they die, you know, after the podcast is over. (laughs) Yeah, but, yeah. It's our podcast is going to be in a museum. I know. God, these guys are so good. They should have kept going on. They they change the world with their with their with their talk and stuff and I know yeah, and yes. we'll be dead and nobody will care I know says only me. only about our memories <laughs> but yeah so but yeah we're getting we're doing creeps of the night now so hopefully you know, we're gonna get back into the the paranormal stuff the scary stuff the the weird which we really both enjoyed I Creepy. I just wanted to do a comedy podcast and we yeah. tried it and it did what it did and. I'm, what I'm what I'm scared of is like now hey, that we're we tried. doing this it's okay now yeah now that what I'm worried about is now that we're doing this one that the old one will blow up with all the all the leftover episodes like the other one did <laughs> and it's gonna so all of a sudden it's gonna get this like catch on you know, someone's gonna listen to it and it's gonna be spreaded and then we're like ah oh, we we can't catch a break I know we can but you know what we're doing it because we know this there's people that still follow us they like us they hit us up online and. You know they they enjoy what we're doing, and again our numbers show it. So at least with strange, the strange podcast, you know we're still a lot of people, you know, still enjoying our topic. So we thought, like I said, Logan said, we're, we're going back to that. We're gonna entertain you guys with some creepy, weird shit. And there's a lot of things out there that we still haven't touched. You know, we did a lot of episodes on the old podcast, and we there's still things that I haven't touched that I really want to talk about. And it's gonna have to. I'm I'm just telling you, Logan, there's gonna be a couple of two parters. Like All right. just, like, just let you know because there's so much information on some of these things that I'm gonna have to do one of them one week one part next week will yeah, be part two the second part yeah and then also there's a lot of stuff that we've done before that I would like to do again or just do them a little differently okay you know kind of kind of like a recap on some some of the old old pod old or the old uh, Episodes, topics that we yeah did. yeah you know. There was, there I think some it's really good fun. ones. There was some really yeah, there's some good ones. There's some good ones like the the Orona was a good one. The the um, I always like the time traveling stuff that we yeah, did. Yeah, just just more or, time travel that I want to talk yeah, about. The, the, the prophecy prophecy stuff, I, which I always enjoyed, mm-hmm. um, like being trapped in the Matrix kind of thing. Yes, I, 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 yeah, I can't wait to get back to all that stuff. And mm-hmm. Dimensions. Hopefully, you guys will. Yeah, hopefully, you guys will follow us along with this. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do it again, and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do it even better than we did before. So thanks to anyone for jumping with us, jumping, you know, because. We're here, and hopefully we'll get some new fans. You guys can talk about us and talk shit about us. Whatever whatever it does you can do to get the word out, we'll take it. Fucking yeah. all news is good news, right? That's right. All right, and speaking of news, it's uh, time to take a break here, and we'll do uh, the weird and wild news. So we'll be back in just a minute. It's time for Weird and Wild News. 
All right, so this first news topic, I got this weird one here, a, a macabre twist on the Magic 8-Ball known as a tragic fate ball right we, we all know about the magic eight ball you had one remember those back when in the day oh yeah i used to have one yeah, yeah shake it up and yeah you, you always did it you know am i gonna get laid you know i was asking <laughs> questions <laughs> like never yeah never not happen. likely you know it always for some reason always said that to me you know <laughs> fucking not likely um but now there's a new one called the tragic fate ball and it's been invented by Stuart gorman so his re- revision of the clairvoyant toy offers darkly humorous answers to how, like, how someone will die. I remember, people would always ask, like, how, how, you know, will somebody die? How will I, I die? die? When yeah. will I die? You know, but th- like some of the answers will be like, you know, shot by the Dalai Lama, you know, <laughs> or or you'll you'll die by swallowing a Rubik's cube. You know, it gives like all these weird answers. Mm-hmm. It's just a new revision of the Magic Eight Ball. I mean, the Magic Eight Ball has been around for a fucking long ass time, and so since the '40s, so. It's it's just a new type of of toy coming out, and I'm not sure who's going to. I mean, I guess that's where we're at now. We'll buy these for our kids, you know. And <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, son, yeah. ask it when you're gonna die. Yeah. You know, ask when you're gonna die. Yeah, that's wholesome, wholesome family fun. I know. So, so I think I think it's kind of interesting, and it's like I said, it's a new toy. It's and it's kind of weird. I mean, I don't know if there's still a lot of toys besides like you know Hot Wheels or dolls, you know, for boys and girls. Are kids still really playing with these things? I don't know. Like, I wonder how wild this you think, would sell. You think, you think it would be like an app now where you can that's just what like, I'm saying, shake, your, yeah. shake your phone and exactly. then like, it will come up. That's, yeah, yeah like, that's, why would you need a toy? Exactly. That's but my then, point. But then it's kind of a cool kind of desk thing where, you, you know, you have it there. Like, the Magic 8-Ball was kind of cool because it looked cool. Yes. Because it looked like a, an 8-Ball. But the thing... And, I remember, and then I remember being a kid when I was a little kid. I always thought they were, they actually could... <laughs> Yeah. Answer questions. I remember sitting there like as little shaking it up, like oh, and then like if you didn't like the answer, you know, you just kept shaking it. Yeah, yeah. See, all that totally makes sense. I get that, but again, like you said, it's perfect. We know the kids now. Do they really give a shit about something like that? No. Like they want like the phone. You know, they want an app. They want whatever the app could serve them to do better, right? I don't know. They still sell. They still sell the. They do. They do. Yes. They do. And 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 they claim. You know, Mattel. You know, they're they're the ones who distribute it now. They claim they sell a million of them a year. I I wonder of how true that is. You know. But is that just like older people like us? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I don't know. But again, like when we have kids or buying them for themselves. That's what I'm saying. Well, you know, like I wouldn't buy one now. I would buy one for my kids, right? But I'm not going to buy one now. So that's why. That's why I'm wondering if their numbers, if they're skewed. You know, if that's, you know, no, nobody's going to really look into that unless you're like some type of <laughs> investor, but, or you're the ones who creating it, you know, building those. But I, I don't, I, I don't really know if they may sell a well, million. Well, I, they, they must because, you know, if they, they weren't selling it, they would stop making it, you know? I, I Yeah, I think so. But I just, I like you said, an app seems like it would be better. Somebody should make, Mattel should make an app for this. Because I'm, I'm sure it would sure do really good app. on that. If we looked it up right now, there's probably an Able app on there. There probably is. I don't know. Actually, I think I can remember the the iPod having it. Did it really? Yeah, like back in back when the iPod was <laughs> was pretty <laughs> was a, popular. Was a thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's a good question. I mean, like I said, it seems like kids would have that. But yeah, it was nice having the actual eight ball that you could shake up and. It, it always felt good when it give you the answer you wanted. You're like, yes. You know? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> Especially the first time. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Am, I gonna, like, am I going to get laid this year? You know, chances are it. yes. And I guess. Yeah, and go. then you just put it down like, I'm not fucking <laughs> asking <laughs> another question. Nobody move it. Nobody yeah, exactly. Move it. Yeah, nobody fucking touch this thing. This is gave me the right answer. And yes. It's good. It's good. We'll see. But yeah, new type of eight ball. So um, people, kid, parents, look out for that for your kids, I guess. All right. So I got a story here. So new research says that people who have the ability and skills to bullshit their way through conversations may actually be more intelligent, according to mm-hmm. this new research. 
So in a study published, <laughs> so in a study published in the journey, uh, the Scientific Journal of Evolutionary Psychology, researchers found that people who are better at making up explanations for various concepts tend to be more intelligent than those who struggle to come up with bullshit. Mm, makes sense. Yeah, that's what I think too. Because quick it, thinkers, it, it, yeah, quick thinkers. It, it's it shows creativity. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's kind of like it, it seems like it's. It almost sounds like it's just basically based on intelligence, right? I mean, if you got yeah, so if you can yeah, if so you they, can think of they, things, if you can come up with things on, quick on the fly, then it, it just kind of shows how much how your intelligence or maybe higher IQ. I don't know because I always felt like people who could bullshit, you know, they're they're actually really smart. You know, mm-hmm. they they can you know when they can come up with things, they have a good imagination. Yeah, right? Which, well, it's like you know when people say like book smart and then street smart. Yes, so exactly. The, so that I can, I can see the the bullshit uh, concept mm-hmm. being more of the street smart aspect mm-hmm. of it. Yes, totally. Because I see people yes, people are like really really smart. You know, do the good book learning, mm-hmm. and they're fucking naive as hell. Yeah, and I think it's also like if you're sheltered, right? If you're not around that, if you didn't grow up around things like that, you might have a harder time. You know, be coming up with quick witty things. It's mm. it's just. Uh, yeah, and then of course there's some people who are like super street smart, and then they they just have a hard time learning things, you know, from a book. So I, I guess it's a different type of intelligence, but I, that's that's pretty fascinating. That's pretty interesting. I think, um, yeah, that's 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 I don't know. I, I'm not smart enough to understand. I guess totally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you're a good bullshitter, so I know you're intelligent enough. <laughs> Well, thank you, sir. So I got this. <laughs> I got this next one here. So this is kind of interesting. So an in, an engineer in France believes that he has cracked the two remaining ciphers written by the infamous Zodiac killer. But, oh, shit. but but the problem is, but convincing other researchers has has proven to be a far more difficult puzzle to solve. Back in December, Zykel Zarao reportedly became intrigued by the indecipherable masses said to have been penned by the serial killer and set about to, to unravel the mystery that has stumped researchers and experts for over 50 years. <clears throat> so after confident, confidently posting his findings online, Zeru almost immediately found his work dismissed by highly skeptical individuals who have spent years studying the case. So, of course, you know, that that, that seems about right, right? You know, you're going to come up with an answer, and, of course, people who have been working on it for a long time are going to be pissed off and jealous, like, no way, right? So... Basically, what it was is they largely largely argued that the two ciphers were simply too short to ever truly be confirmed at correctly decoded, since they consist of only 32 and 13 characters, respectively. So, dubious of the critique, Zarao's brother postulated that the community of armchair researchers really took issue with the codes being cracked because these are guys who didn't want the game to end, right? They It was part of their, their daily, you know, um, uh, job to try and figure it out, right? They kind of kept them going. Mm. And they said, beyond the online world, opinions of the engineer's work is also divided as a pair of French cryptographers have lent credence to Zurao's research, while a third argued that there are flaws with his methodology. So I think that I think it's really interesting, you know, because if this guy really solved it, you know, that that's cool. But it's it's one of those things. It's just irritating because what if he really did? And then you got all those haters out there. They're just like, fuck him, you know. They just don't, mm-hmm. they don't want, they want it to be the ones to solve it. So they're going to just dismiss it. And then, you know, people, humans are jealous, you know, whether it's, whether it's money or fame or, you know, you know, your stature. And that sounds like if this guy did it, right. I don't really know 
you know, I'm not, I don't know the mathematics to try to, you know, solve any of this, but if he did, that would be pretty interesting. And I hope that people don't just discount it and just blow him off. Cause you know, it sounded like the Zodiac, whether they thought it was, you know, Ted Kaczynski, remember he was, then it, Zodiac was never caught, you know, he killed all those people. And mm-hmm. then the Unabomber came up, you know, a few years later and he was kind of leaving the almost same type of cryptographs and they finally caught him. You know, but it was, they wouldn't have ever caught him because by his codes. That guy was super smart, Ted Kaczynski. And it's, it's just like we were just talking about earlier, like the mind, the intelligence, what you can come up with, the things you can make, the, the, the type of, you know, puzzles that the human mind can create that are just fucking amazing. It's just, it, it blows my mind, you know, when you read about people that are super intelligent, but they don't use it for anything to help make money. They do it for, you know, whatever the evil that they're doing. It's, it's, oh man, I just kind of wonder, like, if these people really worked on things, could they solve, like, you know, the cure for cancers or, you know, um, you know find out, yeah, like... Just put their put their intelligence to good use yeah. instead of using it to, to kill people? Yeah, or to, to torture people, you know, to fuck with people. I mean, is that part of, makes me wonder, is that part of the human psyche? Like, is part of you who's so intelligent, do you just look down on everyone else and think, like, hey, I'm just going to fuck with them, you know? I'm just going to... It's just it's just funner to fuck with them than to do anything fun or, or or anything intelligent, you know. Like I don't know. I just again I don't have that type of IQ to really understand that. But it just seems like <laughs> it just seems like a lot of people just. And I'm not saying all of them. I'm not. But it seems like these ones who do this shit are like super intelligent. Like you hear about like a lot of people on the dark web that do that really bad things. You know you you know you read about it and you hear about it. And these guys are super networking engineers who are smart. And so they know how to navigate around, you know, like whatever type of FB, FBI, like network traps that are that are put for them. They know how to navigate around it and and how to keep people, you know, that aren't invited out. And it's just like, man, I just keep thinking if I was that smart, I'd be working like, you know, government jobs somehow, whether it's CIA, FBI. I mean, I feel like that'd be good money, but I guess the money's better being bad. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's not they, like they made money killing people or anything. No, but I'm but I'm saying like like I'm saying like if you're just talking about dark web, if you know, a lot of times like to get into the rooms, the things that they're doing are not very good, and mm-hmm. the way to get in is you have to pay by bitcoins, right? And those are untraceable, so why not, right? That's you're making good money, and the kind of torture or the things you're doing to people on there is just like, geez, it's they're smart, they're smart as fuck. But again, it must be quicker and easier to make a buck, you know, doing bad things, right? We all yeah, know, well, we've all been tempted like, for that. What was that? I said we've. I, I think we've all been tempted to have things like that happen. I don't know. Things like what? Uh, to you know, be, be, make a bad choice and make it paid. Like I remember one time I was working at Safeway. This was like when I was like seventeen, eighteen, right out of high school. And I remember a guy that I used to work with, or that I that I knew that used to deal drugs. He's like, I saw him at Safeway, and he's like, "Hey, man, what's up?" I hadn't seen him in like three months, and he's like, "Hey, drive me to Texas." I'm like, "What?" He goes, "Yeah, I gotta take a couple kilos," and I'm like, "Shit!" I'm like, "You serious?" He goes, "I'll give you twelve grand." I was like, "Holy shit!" And I was, and in my mind, I was thinking twelve grand for like basically a day and a half of driving, two days. You know, that's good money. And I and I almost, I in, in my mind, I was thinking about it. I thought, you know what? Nah, this seems too good to be true. 
Like, what if, what if we get busted? What if, you know, I, all my mind, then I started thinking, what if he got, he's, it's a shakedown, you know, the cops already got him. <laughs> I know. And that. he's trying to, you know, they need him to make some busts, right? And I would yeah, be. Yeah, so he's just, like, finding anybody exactly. that would, uh, take the take the bait. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was just like, yeah, you know, and so part of me wanted to do it. Like, I really wanted, I would have taken that 12K, man. I would have really taken that money, but. So in an alternative universe, you're doing this podcast in uh, a prison cell. I am, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or I'm a drug mule. I'm I'm just I'm taking cocaine you're, up my ass. You're just like a drug king now. Yeah, like you just got like so into it. You got so deep into like drugs, like you just like became like a Scarface, I know. <laughs> <laughs> shooting up the place. Pablo Escobar. Say hello to my little friend. Yeah. Fuck, man. Uh, decisions, decisions. Yeah. All right. I got a story here. So a couple with a deja vu has claimed that they were lesbians killed for witchcraft in Ireland in the year 1500. Mm. So. TikTok user Lorette said that her and her boyfriend felt they knew each other from experienced or knew each other and experienced a lot of deja vu when they were together, when they got together. Mm-hmm. So in the video, they claimed that the couple underwent past life regression meditation to discover that they knew one another in a past life. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that they both lived together in Ireland in the 1500s and were, les- were and they were a lesbian couple. Oh shit! Who had, yeah? So who had so so they had to keep their relationship under wraps. Hmm. Uh, she she says she claims that the relationship was discovered by her boyfriend's soul, soul or boyfriend soul's family, and as and as a result, she was accused of witchcraft and burnt at the stake. Jeez. Even though her only crime was loving her soulmate, <sighs> but they are they are thrilled now that they have the second chance. Yeah, good for and, them. Uh, good for them. That that sucks. A lot of things were witchcraft, heresy back then, right? Yeah. Science, math, all that shit was all heresy. It was remember, it was God was the one that created everything, right? So, so that's that's crazy. But good for them. I'm glad they found themselves again in another lifetime. I guess we should do a show on reincarnation one time again, shouldn't we? Yeah, we've done one before. With, I, uh, like those kids are like claiming yeah. they're like, in World War II planes, and that's what I'm saying. That's why I said we should do one again. All right, so we're gonna take a break, and the next next segment is gonna be uh, five minutes of creepy, where uh, you get uh, where we tell a scary story. So we'll be back in just a minute. It's time for five minutes of creepy. Welcome back. This is Five Minutes of Creepy. And this story is called Eight-Legged Sleep by Jbone92. I've been having sleeping problems since my divorce. I had moved out from our home and was living in a small apartment. My four-year-old son, Milo, who, who I'd get on the weekends, would sleep in the same bed as I do. Uh, most times I would wake up in the middle of the night and I had a hard time going back to sleep, making me really tired in the mornings. After a few nights of this... I would get exhausted by the end of the week. Then one night, I woke up in the middle of the night, which I said was normal. But this night was very different. This time when I woke up, I tried to wiggle my fingers, and I couldn't budge. I couldn't move. All I could do was move my eyes around and blink, so I was paralyzed. The room felt cold, as if though the temperature had dropped suddenly, I could feel my anxiety building up inside me, as I watched the cloud of my breath escape my mouth. My heart started to beat rapidly. Boom, 
boom, boom. I could hear it pounding in my ears. From my peripheral vision, I can make out my son sleeping next to me. I tried to call out to him, but I couldn't make a noise. The louder I tried to call out, the more of a whimper would escape my lips. From across the room, I could hear something scampering, something of relevant size. That's when I really started feeling the terror. The menacing scratches echoed out from the dark corner of the room and slowly it seemed as if it was getting closer. Soon I can sense something moving next to my feet, which were outside of the blankets. Even though I couldn't move my legs, I could still feel the sensation of the creature brushing against my toes. It felt like thick bristles. The feeling on my skin made my stomach churn. It made me realize that I had no control. And then I saw them. On the ceiling, they crawled out from the darkness. They were giant spiders. They looked like giant tarantulas, almost the size of a large dog. I could see the shine of the small glowing nightlight reflecting from what seemed like hundreds of eyes piercing at me. At this point, all I could do was try and yell and shake myself as fiercely as I could to get myself to move. I couldn't break the paralyzed state. The spiders loomed even closer. One of them had made it over to my son. It mounted himself on top of him and began adjusting its large fangs, preparing itself to bite. I tried to scream out again. I tried to extend my arm and grab the creature, but like before, I couldn't move and I was forced to watch the giant spider sink its fangs into my son. Milo struggled as a spider pulled him out from the bed and onto the ceiling. It quickly started wrapping Milo in a cocoon of silk. Milo's muffled scream had excited the other spiders, causing them to all let out a blood-curling screech, which pierced my ear. I was in anguish. They had taken my son, and now they proceeded to come for me. I could feel them crawling on my legs, while the others were slowly lowering themselves from the ceiling. Soon I could feel their hot breath on my chin and a great pressure on my chest. I had to fight to breathe. Their weight became so heavy. I was feeling I was suffocating and I could feel the sting of the bite on my cheek. That's when I jolted up from the bed, drenched in sweat, my heart pounding rapidly. It was all a dream. Milo was laying next to me safely. I was surprised I didn't wake him up from the sudden movement. I laid back down relieved, but I hesitated to go back to sleep, afraid I might wake up from the next stream where the spiders would get me for reals i don't even like one spider i don't want fucking like i don't know no man uh remember that uh that hobbit movie remember the one with uh-huh. the, all those spiders and that forest? oh yeah the, the giant spiders yeah i remember that was like yeah i was like fuck them man <laughs> like i don't like that so that's pretty shitty i'm good yeah, that's not a dream I would want. I've had some bad dreams, but that's not. This one reminds me of like the every time I get when I wake up paralyzed. And I, I remember we talk, I talked about it on like our first. I wasn't one of our first or second podcast of the of the original show. And having mm-hmm. yeah, and having the sleep paralysis. Oh, your paralysis, like your the, sleep paralysis, no, death coming. That's what. Oh man, that one always. Have you had that ever happen again? You know, I haven't had it for a long time. Um, it's usually when I get really stressed. Uh, I'm. I, I did have it when like the pandemic started. I, I probably I think I think I remember had I think I oh, had you did. one. But it, they're really not that as bad as they used to be because I know what they are now. So I could I just kind of like okay I just have mm-hmm. to lay here until until it pass and just you know, it I pass. just try to start breathe. I just try to control my breathing and then all of a sudden I'll just I'll either go back to sleep and then wake up for reals. Um, but but mm-hmm. they're not as bad. As, so so. So just so any people who don't never listen to the old one, it was the Grim Reaper, right? They would come and 
come for you, right? Yeah, it was Grim Reaper, or sometimes it would just be like dark, a dark being that would come into the room, mm-hmm. or uh, like demons that would hide. You could, I do, I could see them like on the like in the doorway mm-hmm. and like peering in. Yeah, it was you. pretty freaky. Yeah, peering in. So did they ever? But that's they never the, touched you, right? Did they? Uh, every it was just like the story. Every time they got close, or they would look like they're about to to do something to me. That's when I'd wake okay. up. Okay. Dang man, it's yeah. I remember when that first happened to you back in the day, man. I remember you were really freaked out, and I, it sounded scary. I'm like, I, uh, I wouldn't like that at all either. These these spiders sound like just like that. Oof. All right, so let's uh, take a break, and when we come back, we'll do our main topic, which is the evil companies. See you guys in a little bit. All right, so thanks for everyone for sticking with us. So we got this talking about evil companies. So, you know, we all like companies, right? We all like certain things. We all favor certain brands of whatever in our life. But some people also have the opposite feeling. You know, they don't like certain things for different reasons, right? Like some people don't like, you know, like whether it's like political, like Magic Pillow or like, you know, the religious beliefs like Hobby Lobby, you know, they... Companies like that sometimes brandish and they, they go out to the public and they tell how they feel, what they believe. And some people turns them off. I don't care for things like that. So mm-hmm. um, we all have our reasons. But these companies we're going to talk about are, you know, some might think they're conspiratorial. You know, they might think that they've been in bed with the bad guy, the enemy in our lifetimes. And, you know, you be the judge. So I got this first one, you know, Bayer. We all know Bayer, right? The the you know yeah like the aspirin. yeah yeah they're the ones who you know they invented aspirin so just a little quick they were you know rehashed they were founded in 1863 by frederick Bayer, and it was a part of it was originally a three-person dye company but somehow eventually it be, became a pharmaceutical giant selling aspirin you know it, it, they actually sold heroin too Back then, like you know, <laughs> you know, everyone was just. But who didn't? I know that. Yeah, exactly. Right. That was just that was something else that you know that people just sold. It was not a big deal. Do, yeah, they would sell like cocaine, yeah, and opium, and yep. So, at that time, though, heroin was called a non-addictive cough suppressant for kids. Right. So, <laughs> so like, nice. You know, it was it was something that helped, and I'm sure back then, you know, people took it. Right. It was fine. But during World War II, you know, tough times got tough. So Bayer was forced to temporarily merge with several competitors to create another company called IG Farben. Now, IG Farben was a company that was infamously produced by Zyklon B for the Nazis. So they were one of the biggest contractors in World War II, and they even ran their own concentration camps. Right? This is still Bayer, right? They they just had a different name, but like the the company ran. Yeah, they even had their own concentration camps. So, Holy shit, I yeah, I know. <laughs> like I said, man, you be the judge if you want to. If you still want to support these people, but um, now, you know, nowadays, you know, that was back in the day. But today, Bayer does a lot of you know R and D research and development, and it allows them to create new products. Right, that, that's cool. But one of the shitty things, and I'll talk about this company later. But in 2016, Bayer merged with Monsanto. Right, we have all heard that name, right? Yeah, we've all heard Monsanto yeah. since it has a bad connotation. Yes. To it. And now it's intimately involved with pharmaceuticals and agriculture worldwide. So now it's dipped its fucking toes in the bad genes, you know, bad bad company pool. 
So it also didn't help their reputation, Bayer's reputation, after they came out. You know, Bayer acknowledged knownly infected thousands of their own customers with HIV. So, like, what? When, when was this? Um, this was like in the eight in the nineties, eighties and nineties. Yeah, they ended up infecting a lot of people. I mean, it's not good. I'm not laughing. That it's good, but um, the thing about it is, and you read about it, Bayer to this day. They're saying that it was the people's fault because they were basically giving out like um, some of their their um, um, like needles and stuff were not clean, and and some of the stuff that they were saying was like the people weren't using it for bad. You know, it was basically it's one of those things where if it's it's the people's fault, right? It's not our fault. You know, it's it, it's it's like those it's, it's almost like those people who are like, well, if she wasn't wearing a thong, she, she wouldn't have been asked to get raped. You know, it's that whole type of theory. In that you know they, so, they don't want to. So people were getting, so people were just injecting themselves with dirty needles and. So so Bayer, you know, they had to pay tens of millions of dollars. It was like a because it was like a three decade long scandal, which they sold HIV contaminated blood products to hemophiliacs. Oh, yeah. Sure. So okay. so. And again, you know, and they were trying to act like it wasn't their fault, you know. <clears throat> but they, it was like I said, it went on for thirty years, and they finally they found that they were they were doing that. And again, Bayer hasn't been known. You know, a lot of things they've been doing. Some of the things I just said were not very good. Not um, like I said, concentration camps, working with the Nazis. Um, I just I've never used Bayer. Have you ever had, have you ever used it? I've I've used some of the, the aspirin. Have you? I've never I've yeah, never used it. So I. Yeah, I use like the just the like the small tablets to to basically to thin out my blood. Okay, but then, but that's about it. I mean, yeah, I, I've never used it. I've I've always just used like Tylenol or something. But I don't know. I, like I said, you know, I'm not trying to change anybody's mind. I'm just telling you what what's been going on in the past. The evil of yeah. <laughs> so the next one here, NutraSweet. So we all remember NutraSweet, right? So, NutraSweet's a subsidiary of GD Searle, and it's spun off specifically to re- to rebrand the chemical name aspartame, right? So, aspartame was discovered in 1965 by GD Searle, and it's and it's 200 times sweeter than sugar. But the good thing is, it has zero calories, right? Cool, right? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. the good part. That's the upside. So, the problem was, it sounded really good, but its approval process was pretty shady. So. It was initially banned by the FDA after a 1980 board of inquiry found that this basically the, the aspartame had a, had a high chance of inducing brain tumors, right? So after testing, they, they found that a lot of this was was occurring in people. So the Secretary of Defense under Ronald Reagan, Donald Rumsfeld, he was a chairman of GD Searle, and since he's, you know that was a company he was heavily invested in, he didn't like that they were being denied. So Rumsfeld publicly now he publicly vowed to call in his, some of his markers to get a get the ban reversed. So with the help of the new FDA commissioner, which was a fellow Reagan appointee, Arthur Hayes Hole Jr., they immediately arranged to have the ban overturned. So again, and this guy Hole went on to do public relations for both GD Searle and Monsanto, <laughs> which. <laughs> <laughs> Which purchase? It's like this gang of uh, of evil t- people. Just like, I know they just keep coming together, one, one man. To another. Yeah, 
and um it's like thanos is you know it's a group of thanos people you know it's like it's they purchased now monsanto also purchased gd Cyril in 1985 but so because of all the political you know powers behind you know getting this nutrici you know approved by fda it's now thankfully you can enjoy it in you know gum diet soda or children's vitamins and it's even added some milk brand so it's it's weird because I've, I've I know like one guy who's like aspartame doesn't have anything wrong with it. And he's like, there's no such thing and this and that. But I mean, you know, they have these case studies that, that you can read that show, like I said, with the high brain tumors and getting some things passed when you have to call in your markers when you're high, you know, on the president's team and you have to call in your markers to get things done. It's probably shouldn't it mm. probably shouldn't be approved. That's what I think. Oh yeah, I mean that's what the whole reason the FDA is there exactly. For, so they can so they can, you know, deliver safe products to the American people. And the fact that this guy's fucking Rumsfeld. Yeah. He's, like, he's on the board. <laughs> and he's like, fuck it. I'm, I'm getting yeah. this shit passed. This is going to make me money. And it did. It does. You know what's, you know what's funny is, or I shouldn't say funny, but Because it, it, that stuff's in everything. I know. It's like gum. It's in most of the sodas. Like I said, it's shitty is that, you know, a lot of uh, companies in Europe, like, they won't sell. They don't give this to their people. Like they ban yeah a lot of this shit. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that the that the American public are are consuming yeah. that won't that there's other countries that won't even fucking. They're touch like, it. no, this shit's bad for your body. Like, no, thank you. So it's oh man, it's it's crazy. So next one here is Nestle. So we you know Nestle, come on, chocolate man, we all like chocolate, right? In one way, form or another. Uh, I don't know. I heard Nestle's pretty. Yeah, good. I know. I know. <laughs> See, I didn't. I didn't really know a lot about this until I was reading about it. But I didn't know that Nestle had ties to bottled water. So, oh yeah, I, I've heard the story. Okay, before, so but... I'll, I'll talk about it anyway. So water sales are—they're actually pretty huge for Nestle, but a lot of activists have been urging them to stop. Now, besides you know a lot of plastic extra waste that's that's made right. Um, Nestle actually lobbied the World Water Council to change their definition of clean water as a, quote, human right to a, quote, human need, okay? And they and they promptly got into the business of buying up clean water supplies around the world in order to sell the water back to the people at huge markup. So so they're fucking assholes, man. That's, that's fucked up. But it, it made a lot of people think that they're planning to privatize the water, which is, again, that would be shit. This, this, to me, this sounds like this, those dystopian movies in the future, you know, where waters, people don't have a lot of water and they, they pay them in water, you know, because it's, people need water. Yeah. And the companies that own water will be able to control the populace. So, um, Nestle is also a big player in the baby formula market. I, I didn't know that, right? So they they were creating ad campaigns that sold a healthy alternative to breast milk. See, that doesn't sound right, man. <laughs> like instead of, instead of you know we all know that the colostrum natural breast yeah milk, the yeah. colostrum in the breast milk is important for babies and and they're like no don't fucking give them that you know buy our powdered shit you know whatever but um eventually the demand in the United States faltered. And so they started, so since the Americans weren't buying it, like, fuck this, this is bullshit. They decided, hey, let's go fucking sell this shit to Africa in the 70s. And this is when, this led to a lot of, a high uptick of infant fatalities when a lot of the Africans were, were buying this and using it. So the WHO and the UNICEF traced the millions of baby deaths from malnutrition and diarrhea to increase use of that formula. As, as, oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, as as now dependent mothers had only contaminated water available to mix it, right? So it was 
of course, Nestle, you know, they responded. They, they had a public response saying it's the mothers who are at fault for the babies dying, not us, not our product. So, yeah, they don't want to take any responsibility. There's no responsibility. You know, their shit's all legit, all good. So, Nestle, you piece. I know. <laughs> I always think like I always like those Mister Good bars and stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> That was the, the the flavor they gave you the nice and fuzzies inside. Yeah, no, no, you don't know. Yeah, about that man, I don't know, man. When it's Halloween, I like those little Mister Good bars. Those are good to get. I don't know. Like, so, <laughs> so now this one right here, Coca Cola. We all know about Coca Cola, right? It's the most popular brand of soda in the world. You know, whenever whenever I remember being in Mexico, my dad's like, "Don't drink the water, just drink Coke." You know, that's yeah, that's what we did, man. It's, it's it is, yeah. We drank Coke, man. It was bottled. It was you know, it was released by the Coca Cola company, but. Killed all the fucking germs. Yeah, I know. As it was eating your inside. Yeah. But, you know, nowadays, we know everyone knows that soda isn't good for you. You know, even though there used to be cocaine in Coca Cola and it's gone now, but people still drink, you know, Cokes, all pops anyway, still a lot to this day. But the soft drink behemoth had spent millions in brand recognition in addition to charity, outreach, and public relations, right? Because everyone knows that they're. That this shit's not good, but they've been really heavily branding into making themselves look good. So, a lot like the cigarette companies in the 60s, many people were convinced that Coca-Cola and the rest of the big sugar are in modern-day Marlboro, right? They feel like it's basically the same difference. So, one of the conspiracies says that they secretly fund nonprofits to tell Americans that we should focus on exercise rather than what we eat and drink to fight obesity, Right? It's not the soda consumption that makes you fat or that's giving you any type of cancers. And none of that sugar doesn't matter. It's that you're not exercising. So go ahead. and They're basically saying go ahead and drink our Coke products, but go run like 20 miles and then enjoy a nice Coke after, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, go have a nice Coca-Cola like, after, you know, have have a case of them. Yeah, it's like the, the, it's like the, the commercials from the 80s and the 90s where they would have like some sports Sports icon, like, do playing basketball and they finish and they drink a Coke. Yeah, or have a cigarette after. Like, ah, oh, this is this is perfect, <laughs> you know? This is... this is After after I shoot some hoops, a nice smoke. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Gets me through the... Eases, eases the, the tension. Exactly. That, that's basically what they're doing. They have, like, a history of bribing health officials into keeping quiet and pointing the finger at dietary fat. Like, just blame everyone out. Don't blame us, right? It's, it's like, fuck. Yeah. I, I know I know it's big business, but man, this is you know these are some of the things that just make you think like fuck, man. Why are we like why don't people like go to something else? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And it's scary because these are the these these are the corporations that control our government. They now. do. Yes, they do. So the next one here, Google. Yeah, we all use Google in some way or another, right? Everybody loves Everyone Google. Everyone loves Google. I don't know what bad things you have to say about oh, Google. Oh, I had to really dig deep. Everybody I had to really dig deep because these guys are so clean. So. <laughs> Their motto is "Don't be evil." It used from to be. What I remember yeah, back when they first started. Evil. And then, and then, but you know, a company that has that motto, you know, that motto, and then drops it, are fucking evil, right? <laughs> oh yeah, they did. They, they did drop it. it yeah, did they? it's no longer their their motto. They dropped it from one of their rules. Like that's suspect, man. But that's I know that's pretty suspicious. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Sorry, we're no longer we do, we no longer decided we're not gonna you know terrorize families and you know steal children. That you know that's a, that's on the table now. It's basically what they're saying. Like, yeah, <laughs> go ahead and be evil. You know that we're no longer gonna be good anymore. So, 
um, a lot. What a lot of people say, you know, a lot of people, you know, anti-establishment voices contend that Google, through their banner of search optimization, is able to silence viewpoints, ideas, and speeches that you know executives don't want to be spread. Right? They're basically controlling what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. So. There's been in the last few years, there's been like whistleblowers, you know, that have been talking about, you know, the secret, you know, dealings of Google, the treachery. And I, a lot of it's like it keeps getting bigger and bigger. So, like, one of them was like Project Dragonfly, which was a code name for the search engine Google built for China. So, it was that Dragonfly, Project Dragonfly, you know, was specifically designed to track its users and censor any information that the Chinese Communist Party didn't want its citizens to know about. So, huh. so Google wasn't happy when the you know when leaked internal memos shared what they were up to, and they of course claimed, "Hey, we abandoned that work, you know, the project, you know, like don't worry, we're not doing that. That is wrong. That is evil. Don't worry, we, you know, we got it." <laughs> Remember, we're not the evil ones. Right? Exactly, but but I mean, how can you believe what they say? You know, this company sells your data. Now, don't get me wrong; all companies basically sell your data, but these guys lie about it. I mean. Remember, like, a few years ago, they, they got caught, like, with Facebook. They were recording your voice phone calls without you knowing that Android users were. And, mm. you know, just a lot of things like that where they just, you know, a lot of the the, the, um, the environment in the company where they're, you know, treating the women bad or the minorities. I mean, that could be anywhere, but it's just, I don't know, the data practices, you know, where they, they deliberately sell your data. Like, I don't like that. I... I'm not saying that they're worse than Apple for iPhones or anything, but I just, I don't like a lot of the stuff that they stand for. And I, I, like I said, dropping don't be evil as your motto is not good. Like, it doesn't make me want to use them at all. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't really put me a lot of trust. No, no, it doesn't. And again, we know that they're all evil, but... But I'll get to this last one here. a little eviler than the others. Yeah. I'll get to this last one here before I go. Monsanto, the one we've been talking about. This company is one of the shittiest pieces of shits that ever shit companies that, you know, <laughs> they've like, they've earned being shitty. So they were founded in 1903 by John Francis Queenie and he was, and the company was named after his wife, Olga Monsanto. And they started making the sweetener saccharin. Now they were the only company outside of Germany to do so. Right. So soon after they started an upward Monsanto client started an upward climb by producing much nastier stuff like PCBs, DDT, Agent Orange, right? You know, these are all like chemicals that were you know used to like you know kill, basically kill, right? It was supposed to like kill uh-huh. plants and stuff, and okay. um, it was used in Vietnam and resulted in half a million babies with birth defects, right? Because a lot of the soldiers ended up ingesting it, right? So there were a lot of you know lawsuits eventually you know came about. So Monsanto got into the agricultural business, discovering the pesticide glyphosate, which is AKA Roundup. Why we've heard of Roundup, right? Oh yeah, right? We, oh, yeah, yeah, we've seen that in the stores. They probably saw it, you know, where you shop or where you might work. Now, and they also made genetically modified crops that were resistant to it, right? Roundup's supposed to kill, right, like weeds and stuff, but they've also made shit that won't that won't you know die by it. Okay, so the EPA initially determined that glyphosate was carcinogenic and after reports surfaced linking it to cancer. And the EPA later claimed it was not. So a lot of people, you know, convinced that Monsanto covered it up, right? They, they, there's a link between them. And then, again, in 2016, like I said earlier, Bayer purchased Monsanto. And it's, it's the world's largest seed supplier. 
So theories around Monsanto had secretly taken over the global food supply and the seed banks. And then there's also the Bill Gates connection. You know, they they claim that 500,000 Monsanto shares were bought by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And it's made people even think more like, hey, Gates is, you know, remember that he was injecting people with, yeah. <laughs> you know, with yeah. the virus and stuff. <laughs> He was, yeah, he was taking over. Yeah, it's more paranoia. But I, again, they're, they're they're saying that Monsanto, you know, like I said, they're they're creating all these things that are really, you know, detrimental to people's health. Like I said, cancers are. There has been links between them, and again, they just fight it. They have big, deep, deep, deep bank, you know, bank accounts, and they can fight whatever type of lawsuit comes at them. And they and what a lot of people are basically thinking is they're they're going to try and take over the world or control the world, right? Control the food population. You control the food, you know, people can't eat. You can control the the population. I just, I just think these guys are like just shit, man. I don't know. Have you ever used Roundup? Did you ever use it? Oh yeah, it's good shit. It, it kills everything. You throw it on. <laughs> <laughs> put it in my cereal. I'm surprised I'm not. Taste a little bit. Yeah, put my cereal a little bit. Of, uh, put it on a hamburger. Yeah. I I I mean I've used it since I was a kid yeah. because uh, I mean that's popular. That's what we killed weeds with. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, man, it's it's just a lot of shit. It's just <sighs> what I'm going to talk about next week. I'm gonna, I'm going to get into like you know I was talking about controlling the world. I'm going to talk about the new world order next week. So mm-hmm. and that's going to be a big one. It's going to be a two parter. But I, I I think you know I think a lot of companies want to rule. Everybody wants to rule, right? Everyone wants to, whether it's king of your castle. Of your home, king of the castle in your home, or you know, of the country, the world. But I, I just think a lot of these companies, man, they just don't have our best interests at heart, and and they're just so commonplace. Like I said, that people just accept it. You know, Coca Cola. Yeah. You know, I, I think they just want us to. I, they just want us to be sick, is what I think they want I us think to be. So. so then they can keep us on the medicine. Seen, that's, yeah, they keep us on medicine. They can, you know, they can charge us for for medications, charge us, you know, for for doctor's visits and. Just basically make us feel sick all the time, so that they can control us. And we're at their mercy. And yeah, we're at their mercy because, like, even the food that they we. I mean, any of that processed food is just crap. I mean, what? Why do you think everyone's getting like diabetes? I know it's it's a lot of it's it's a lot of like fast food and stuff. And obviously, it's not good for you. It's it's crap. It is. Because honestly, like I I've been diabetic for pretty much the uh, last fifteen years. Okay. And I ha- I've had to, I've always had to, you know high blood sugar all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so no matter what I did, you know, even if I try to eat less bread or like eat multi, you know, the multi grain stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I was I always had high blood sugar. Interesting. Um, so I'd have to take medications. You know, I take a metformin and some other ones. I'd have to take maybe three or four medications to keep it keep it even still a little bit higher than it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the last three months. I decided to eat no more sugar. Okay. And I've I've eaten I don't eat carbs anymore. Or if I do eat bread or any kind of carb, I, I keep it under like a 30, 30 grams. Okay. And ever since then, within three months, I've been taking off three of my medications. Wow. Congratulations. And I, I yeah, and my, my blood sugar is normal now. Completely normal. Like I don't have to take medications to keep it at, at what at the at the numbers that they're supposed to be at. Wow, man, that's great. So, so that got me thinking. It's like, man, the stuff that they put in the food—it's basically they're basically trying to kill us. Yeah, they want us to be sick. They're they're keeping us sick so that we have to take these medications. It's 
it's not good. It's not good. And like I said, these drinks like Coca-Cola, you know, all these pops, they're bad for you. Like I don't, I try not to drink pop anymore. It's just, it's just not good for you. They they taste good. I I was even drinking. Yeah, they taste good. Like I, some of the diet sodas are are actually pretty good, but I I even stopped drinking that stuff. I haven't, I haven't drank diet in a long time. Yeah, I only drink like water or sometimes I'll have like a crystal light if I want a little bit of flavor or usually I just put Mm -hmm. lemon in in the water now. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's 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 made a big difference. Jeez. Well, like I said, people can decide for themselves. I could just be full of shit, but this is here, you know. This is public information. Nestle, man, I'm I'm bummed about that because I like you know like I like the chocolate, man. Oh. <laughs> I like the chocolate. <laughs> it's motherfuckers. So did I. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, there's still other chocolates. I mean, you can have like a, dark chocolate, right? If you have like the darker chocolates, yeah, that's yeah like the darker chocolates, yeah, it's better for you. They're always a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. but. Yeah, just stay away from, stay away from the evil like milk chocolate. Mm, I know I like milk chocolate. Yeah, kill you. <laughs> I know I will. <laughs> damn it, shit. All right. Well, we should uh, wrap it up. Huh? End the show now. Let's, yeah. Let's, thanks everyone for uh, getting creepy with us. Uh, thanks for listening. And if the world doesn't end by then, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everyone. <laughs>